Welcome into Backdoor Cover, the most underrated sports podcast in the greater tropical storm Gordon area. It's really coming down today. I am joined, as always, with Ross Bolin. Is that what's happening here? Is there a tropical storm brewing? There is. It's coming down the uh, the Gulf Coast. This weather is booty hole. This is a low pressure system in Texas. This how this is not tropical. Oh, what but, we're seeing here in Austin. Just what, for the record, what is a low pressure system? It's a it's a system that has low pressure. You might be asking yourself, who is this man, this weatherman, explaining these things? Giving us a breakdown. Dan, why don't you tell? People. That's a very special guest. That's Dave Ruff, amateur meteorologist Dave Ruff. I'm yeah. here with the. Uh, the Power Storm team. Yeah, we brought you in here because we what we wanted to do today is, we need dis- takes. is discuss how the wind affects college kickers, uh, how humidity can affect the flight of a football, and you're the guy with all the meteorology expertise that we needed. If I was a weatherman, you know what I would just say when it's raining? Yeah. We're getting pissed on, folks. Yeah, you can't do that. That's why you're not a weatherman. Hey, well, those, for well, those Dave, you, what else would you say about this rain? We needed it, but we are sure getting pissed on. So it's no longer just you saying, man, we needed it. It's we needed it, but we're really getting pissed on. I said it yesterday to my dad on the phone. That you're getting pissed as on? As I was driving back from Dallas, he's like, are you, get, are you running through any rain? I was like, yeah, I'm getting peed on. He goes, you're getting what? I go, well, I'm getting pissed on. And he didn't. He's like, okay, Jesus. For those of you who maybe you don't listen every week or, or you're not like, maybe you've never listened before ever. Dave's not actually a meteorologist, just for the record. We're not actually going to talk about the weather. No. I'm a mediocre podcast personality, though. Yes, that is true. So you can get excited about that. But, but you're if, uh, filling in for Dylan. Shivery. Yeah, Dylan died. He's dead. Yeah. Did uh, his plane take off? Does anybody know? Rest in peace. Oh, I actually have no idea. What, is really, he not gallivanting in Europe already? Really, he's going to Europe on a, uh, on a vacation to Europe culture himself i don't really know but he's gone that's what's important who cares who fuck it fuck him let's do a combat sports minute let's do let's do the whole (laughs) podcast about combat sports no sorry dan your show run it it is uh let's get into last night in tallahassee with florida state virginia tech do we have to yeah it it was bad for us ross do you remember what i sent to our group text about this game yeah what'd you say i said this game sucks d it did. It sucked dick. Uh, it really sucked dick if you had like $1,500 on the wrong team. So, I'm sorry. We had a pretty good weekend until that last night. What the hell, man? What the fuck was that? Uh, the- I mean, Florida State comes out in those like Fuego black uniforms. They, they have the swag matte, surfed. Yeah. They have the matte uh, fucking garnet helmets. They look tight. They look super tight. They were swag surfing before the kickoff. What is swag surfing? I don't. I genuinely don't know. You've never swag surfed in your You've life. You've seen, you know, swag. I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. I, I have heard the phrase many times. I saw it brought up multiple times on Twitter yesterday. I'm not the, sure what that means. Well, it's a, it's a song from like a decade ago, a decade yeah. plus. And ago. then Lil Wayne did like a remix. Oh yeah, that's the more popular swag surf. It's a, it's is a, it a dance that they do? That they did? There well, is we, a dance to it. Yes, you uh, wrap your arms around everybody, and everybody just okay, kind of sways yeah, side yeah, to yeah. side. See, I'm familiar with that. It's actually a great song. I guess the question is, how do you come out in all black, swag surf a whole bunch, and then fail to put up a touchdown? You, you know, know, at the very fucking least, they could have contributed to the over. Before the, the kickoff, they got boned a couple times. Before the kickoff, that. I would say I would have bet like my firstborn child on this game with FSU. Well, I pretty much did. Yeah. and uh, So he's gone. But then I forgot that Willie Taggart is a snake oil salesman, and he's a sub-500 coach. 
and actually sucks. Florida State, you motherfuckers. You, you motherfuckers. You really fucked up my whole shit. Like, I hope you're Virginia happy. Tech legitimately came out, first drive, 10 plays, touchdown. Can Dude. I take a moment to teach a lesson to all the young kids out there who, who are going to ruin their lives by sports betting? Listen, if you have a good weekend, and, and for some reason God has gifted you with an extra day of weekend, and there's just one more night game, just, just, just so fucking do something else. Or at least just go with your normal unit and not put all the money you just That's won the real on this game. answer is don't do like it, once you've established a unit let's say it's $100 and you're going to bet $100 a game and let's say you're up $1000 and then there's and then there's Labor Day and there's one more football game don't put the whole $1000 on the game like Uncle Bill does every <laughs> single time. I always go for the bookie's yeah. throat. I'm like, "You fuck, I've got you now. This is going to change my whole month." And then and then I lose twenty four to three. Well, yeah. Even I if bet you the win, over, I took Florida State minus seven and over fifty four. Mm, even if you win, you still lose the money you didn't bet. So always go for the bookie's throat. I'm so pissed off. I stayed up till ten thirty to watch this. Yeah, I, I will never watch. Can we Florida can we go State just again. run I'm through out. Florida State's possessions the entire game? Yeah, please Let's do. Go. Fumble, Let's... punt, missed field goal. From 32 yards, by the way. I, I, turned, I stopped watching Fuck after that wide. missed field goal. Uh, field goal after what was a clear touchdown that never got reviewed. Hey, shout out to the... Uh, who was doing the game last night? Shout uh, out to the ABC. play-by-play. They were, they were very, very harsh on that crew. It was Herb hey, Street, shout, shout was Herb Street the, and Fowler. Shout out to the crew who was like, you know what? I just don't feel like it. <laughs> that really helped out. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. So... Yeah, they, they don't review that. They end up with a field goal there. Punt blocked for do they, a touchdown. Do they not have the guy who calls in and can be like, you uh, you need to review this? They did, but Florida State weirdly went fast. It's like, why don't you slow it down so they could review the play? Uh, that's a bold strategy, Cotton. And then they uh, they have, a, like a I believe, fuck. a fucking false start like immediately. Motherfuck. It, Sorry, continue there running. There were so many poor continue, decisions. Continue running yeah. through the absolute disaster that was this so, game. Yeah. The punt blocked for a touchdown. Interception. Turnover on downs. Punt. 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 Fumble. Fumble. A few plays after K Makers goes eighty fucking or eighty five yards. Oh, he's a beast. Where he probably should have he he gets caught from behind at like the three or four. Uh we've all been there. And then interception, interception. What a fucking beating. Florida State's offensive line was absolutely abysmal. They gave up five sacks and fourteen tackles for loss. Cam Akers had fourteen carries for eighty two yards. Like I said earlier, he had one carry for 85 yards. That means the other 13 carries, he, he had lost negative three yards. Three yards. 55% of their plays were for negative yardage. Fuck. That's a poor stat. I'm so glad I didn't watch this whole game. But it did answer the question that everyone's been asking. And is the question is, are the Seminoles back? Is Willie Taggart a good coach? And the answer is, fuck no, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Who are you talking to? To everyone who was asking that question. <laughs> I mean, shouts to Bud Foster and Virginia Tech. They held it down on defense, even though they had like seven or eight new guys on defense. That, the reason I took the over, and I thought we were we were golden when Virginia Tech opened up the game with a touchdown, uh, was because of all the new guys on defense, and I thought both teams were going to be able to score. That was not the case. Florida State's defense actually showed up pretty well. They were put in a lot of tough spots. They, Virginia Tech was in Florida State territory the majority of the game. Hey, way to go, Florida State! I can't, uh, I can't sod my lawn because of you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw this out there though. 
Nothing but bad things has happened in Tallahassee since Ricky Aguayu, the kicker. Yeah. Went into the pie cap house and murdered the fraternity pet turtle, Turtle. Yeah, didn't he rip it in half? He ripped the poor turtle out of a shell and in half. I don't I don't support that at all. No. This was two years ago. And he's, ever not, since, he's not there anymore, right? No, he's the kicker that missed the 32-yard field goal and is still there. The, the turtle killer is the guy who missed that field goal. Yep. FSU should be shut down as a university. He's little Aguayu. His you'll you'll know his yeah, brother I got drafted by the, the Buccaneers and then got cut very fast. Your, fa- your over. family We're is probably trash. Over. Your whole bloodline should be eliminated. So yeah, ever since he ripped this turtle in half, it seems harsh. His Kill brothers had a bad go at it. What? FSU has been terrible <laughs> at football. Jimbo left. Jimbo's gone, and now they have Willie Taggart, who's a sub five hundred coach. So yeah, this is Turtle's revenge. That's what this is. Good. Man, underrated name for your turtle is Turtle. I really <laughs> It's really not underrated. That's truly terrible. I hope that turtle How dare haunts you. this fucking school I do too. for generations to come. At least until Aguayu's off the team. Forever. Forever. Then Sunday night we had LSU Miami. No, the other one. The other fucking Well, I gave dick you kicking. I gave you LSU. Mm. I know you did. Platter. I know you did, Dan. I Frost. faded your ass. I fucking faded you, and it didn't fucking work. That's fine. Uh, the turnover chain did not come out because LSU didn't turn the ball over. Which is the only reason I bet on Miami is because that <laughs> stupid fucking chain, and they didn't even get to bring it out. Uh, Nick uh, Bro seven for 125 yards and two touchdowns. Looks to be the guy in the backfield for LSU. They have a moderately okay quarterback, which is new for LSU, in Joe Burrow. Dude, they look good. And I couldn't tell if it was because Miami was bad or if it was because legit LSU is like Miami taking a big step overrated. forward. Dude, Burrow's just okay, yeah. which is like just a long okay. line That's of all just they need, okay. <laughs> I know. It's but. better than having like Etlin. Like a, like, oh, strangely, the Ohio State transfer is better than the Purdue transfer. And they, Weird. They, they've had this like long line of just, just okay quarterbacks. Going back to even why Met- can't they recruit? A, why can't they get a quarterback in there? Who's the best quarterback they've had? Mettenberger, and even then, they no, hit. it was uh, Jamarcus. Yeah, Mettenberger is basically the prototype they go with now. It's like let's find the tall white guy with cannon and a low IQ. Even with Mettenberger, though, he had fucking Odell and Jarvis Landry. Imagine having those two on your team. Yeah, in college, is is Mettenberger still, still be a backup quarterback somewhere in the NFL? Man, remember when JJ Probably. Watt? Pwned him? <laughs> no. For tweeting selfies? That wasn't he, Mettenberger. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was? Mettenberger got to start for the, he, the Titans. He got to start, and, and J.J. Watt sacked him and did like the, the selfie That's pick. Mettenberger? Yeah. He's the guy who's just been getting tortured by J.J. Watt for a few years Yeah, J.J. Watt refuses to let that go. <laughs> Holy shit, that sucks, dude. There's nothing worse than getting on the high and mighty J.J. Watt's bad side so that he mocks you every Sunday. The guy's just a kid. He's just... You know, he just took a pregame. He took a pregame selfie. Oh God, you're right. Okay, yeah, he's just the JJ. For those who are you know unaware of his personality, he's the ultimate tryhard. Like this, the Mettenberger thing is the perfect example of him as a whole. <laughs> it really is. Like that's that's who JJ Watt is. He's the guy who would mock you for celebrating by celebrating. He would. He's like, you got, you never proved yourself, so I'm going to mock you with this celebration. How about this, Love you it. fuck? Uh, nothing like J.J. Watt. Oh, I lost a lot of money on this game. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, this uh, is the well, other game. Probably because Malik Rogier is kind of trash. Quarterback from Miami. They've, they're 0-4 since that loss to Pitt Thanksgiving weekend. 
He completed hey. only 43% of his passes and threw two picks. Maybe I didn't pay enough attention to the preseason polls and stuff, but it seemed like they were ranked really, really high. There were eight. So that seems very generous. Here's a question. Because I guess a point. If people, you're ranked in the top 10 and you lose game one, weekend one, there should be some kind of punishment. They got like boat race. Your whole team has to run naked laps while we all watch and make fun Hell of your yeah. penises or something. Because to put up, they, listen, this was not. This was way worse than it looks on the scoreboard. They got thirty three seventeen is the yeah, is the final score. Michael they, Irvin was losing his shit. On Fourteen the of their points were in garbage time. Essentially, they scored three fucking points. That the, it was thirty three to three. Dude, Michael Irvin in Dallas He's for a, a Miami game. Oh, it's a playmaker. Just to be clear, that was a weekend again. He was it making was thirty three to three. But Two 25 ranked yeah. LSU over Miami, who was in the top 10. LSU is now 4 0 when playing in Jerry World. Naked so laps. Like they're home away from home. Has anybody know. made the comment that they've won more games there than the Cowboys or something? I always feel like every time <laughs> LSU goes there, it's like, oh man, they've won more playoff games there. Or, or it's Ohio State, I think, has actually won more. Mm. Than the Cowboys, it was dude. It was tight here in a loud ass stadium. These two teams have good fan bases. Oh yeah, we could talk about that. That dude, well, no, Miami does not have a good fan base. LSU has. A they travel. That's. I was in yeah. Dallas uh, Saturday night. There was a ton of Miami fans. But LSU is the significantly louder fan base. Mm-hmm. LSU travels and a bunch of. If but you dude, go you, to LSU, you either move to New Orleans, Houston, or Dallas. I feel like. Yeah, in the first quarter, before Miami realized, like, oh, we're gonna get our dick stomped in. They, their, their, their fans were pretty loud too. Oh, like they, they chirp when they're good. And yeah. now, now that they lost, they're probably not Miami fans this year. And now they all got turned into memes. But for the record, <laughs> it's like. I, I pointed out on Twitter how AT&T Stadium is typically one of the more reserved stadiums. Even though it's, you, like, the largest. Yeah, and, yeah. and there's a well, reason for that, and it's Cowboys fans. And, it like, people were like, oh, shit, taking shots at Cowboys no, fans No, it's for just being the quiet. NFL No, no, general. no, it's, it's the NFL in general, but it's also, it's just that fan base, man. It's, it's not offensive. Like, Dave's a Cowboys fan. He can speak to it. It's just not a loud stadium on NFL Sunday. It's just Fuck not. you, Ross. Fuck you, man. Uh... Dude, first of all, the stadium is so huge, it doesn't lend itself to being loud. Right. It's it's so big. There's so much, like, yeah, it has more uh, seating. You can get, like, 100,000 people in there. But it's just weird. There's a giant screen that most people are watching. You know when you're in a little college basketball stadium and you're like, oh, fuck, this is really small. We can get loud as fucking here. Let's all scream at the top of our lungs. It's the opposite in AT&T Stadium. You sit down and you're like, well, my Ch- voice is definitely not going to make a difference in this massive hellhole. Chesapeake Arena in Oklahoma City. Loudest basketball game I've been to. And yeah. it's because it's like this, the, the, the seating is it's on top of the fucking court. Right. It feels like you're right looking right over it, and it's very loud in there. Yeah, if you trip over your seat and the nosebleeds, yeah. you literally fall on, into center court. Yeah. That's science. It's how it works. No, it's not that loud of a stadium. I, I said on Twitter the loudest I've ever seen it was like a uh, Baylor Tech game yeah. back uh, when both programs were, you know, really good. You had like Patty Mahomes throwing for six hundred yards. Bryce Petty doing the same. Yeah, it's probably not going to be the same this year with Baylor Tech. No, 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 no. It's not. Is Cliff going to finish out the season? And just to prove that I'm not attempting in any way to to knock Dallas or AT and T Stadium or anything like that, like. The Toyota Center for my favorite team, the Rockets, not a loud place. Not a boisterous fan base. People typically show up around halfway through the first quarter, and uh, unless it's the playoffs, we don't really give a fuck. So there you have it. I'm unbiased, 
and uh, journalistically sound. And even if you were, who really cares? If you're a Cowboy fan and you can't take somebody throwing jabs at you, it's like, how long have you been a Cowboy fan? This is your existence. This is like most of the job. This is part of it. Yeah. You have to own it. Yeah. Just sports in general. Sports in general. Well, yeah. but especially Cowboys fans. Because it's like, they, they Cowboys fans are very proud people who won a lot a long time ago. And... Uh, they're a prideful. They're an easy. Sh- they're an easy target for all of us who hate them. We're very yeah. similar to the Texas Longhorns, who we'll get to, I'm sure. Oh god. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we ha- we have a special treat for that too. But we'll get to that. Uh, we got Auburn Washington. Uh, hand up. We didn't actually talk about this game last Thursday. Oh shit. It's the only top ten matchup of the week. <laughs> I like how you omitted it. Is it because I've been telling there. you Jared Stidham is your Heisman? No, he's winner? not. Jared Stidham, like Jared Stidham's great, but there's also moments where he's not. Very good. Dan, you realize you not bringing that game up last week essentially made it so that it didn't exist for me. I, until you just said Auburn-Washington, I was not aware that they played. Yeah, they played 2.30 Central Time uh, in Atlanta. Even cool. though I think that's East Coast. But uh, great game. Probably the best game of the weekend. Auburn had close to 300 yards of offense in the first half and were converting over 50% of their third downs. But only led by two at half because Quentin Pounds had you see that ridiculous catch he made. It was probably on Sports Center. Yeah. I might have saw that yeah. in the corner. One yeah, it was grab. viral. Uh, yeah, he went viral. Then in the second half, it felt like every time I was so I was going back and forth. I had like a three TV setup because guy stuff. Well, you love sports. Yeah, love sports. God, but damn. I was watching the uh, the Penn State App State game that went to overtime. Oh, everybody was watching that. And I was going back and forth between that, and then I was looking over to the Washington game, and it looked like every time I looked over to the Washington game, they scored a touchdown. But then they called it back. So they had six red zone trips, three field goals, and only one touchdown. Can't do that against Auburn. Jared Stidham can be maybe the best player in the game at times. Yeah. It's uh, Dave's sneaky Heisman, Dark Horse Heisman pick. Stephenville, Texas. Former Baylor great. Stand Jared up. Stidham. Got out of there after the uh, scandal. Don't blame him. Okay. What was the scandal? Uh, the Art Bryles Baylor's. Oh, oh, yeah, yes, the Baylor's. Yeah. Sorry, the the like, noted one. <laughs> yeah, that one was big. That was national news. Yes. International, even. But, uh, yeah, a great win for Auburn. Washington probably can still make the playoff if they're on the table, but not really. Not a, not a fan or believer in Jake Browning. That'll be interesting to see where Washington ends up because they were obviously a top 10 team. Were they top five? Six. They were six. They were six. And Auburn was nine. 69. Nice. Hmm. If you put them together, hey, also notable, Auburn scored nine points in the first quarter, six in the second, six again in the fourth. Huh. Hmm. Makes you think. Yeah. That's interesting. Yep. Oh. Yeah, but I mean, their O-line's a little shaky, Auburn. Or- the, the running game's a little shaky, but Stidham, Stidham's pretty solid <laughs> running home. Uh, other college football notes. We had Notre Dame hang on to uh, beat Michigan. Wimbush did was actually a decent game. Offense. Uh, yeah, towards the end. Michigan. I watched that at a bar by myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, really I, bet on, I bet on Michigan. Michigan was weirdly conservative on offense and didn't let Shea Patterson do his thing at all. Can like, we just fire Harbaugh already? What's the deal here? They've they've lost 17 consecutive row games to rank opponents. This guy hasn't done dick I thought in his tenure. I thought he was going to turn them into like a powerhouse program that was <sighs> top five competing for the playoffs every year. They fucking suck. <laughs> so you're well, not a fan not a fan uh former wolverine braylon edwards agrees with you and he actually said so on the uh the big 10 network got suspended for it no shit yeah Ty, gotta, that's a tight me, i'm gonna to, read this to tweet. be clear he he said that on some tweets 
and got suspended well, from he the is Big a Ten, Big Ten, Ten network. Yes. network. Here's what he said. Ready? Ruiz is weak. Line is weak. Shea is scared. Fucking Michigan offense is so predictable. Dot, 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 dot. Michigan football is sadly one thing. Dot, 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 dot. Trash. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. He said that. <laughs> yes. It's trash, man. It's a his, great tweet. His brother plays on the team, too. Dude, he got suspended for that? Yeah. By who? By the, By Big, the Big Ten, Ten Network. Network. Why? Harbaugh was mad about it, too, because Harbaugh's a sensitive little cuck. Dude, that's just someone expressing their opinion. I don't understand how you could get suspended from work for that. Um, Jamil Hill. Oh, yeah. It happens, many, all, many, it happens, happens all the time, all doesn't time. it? <laughs> the worldwide yeah, it's, leader. It's like something about that contract you sign when you get employed. I like that Micah called him a sensitive little cuck. Yeah. Uh, the, the quote from Braylon Edwards, my favorite part was... <laughs> After the fact and after he got suspended, he said, quote, Was my original tweet a little excessive? I admit it was excessive and emotional and inebriated. Mix those <laughs> together. But the focus of my tweets remains intact. I stand by that. I was over excessive Saturday night at 1030, but I didn't back down on my overall stance as an Alumina fan. I've always defended Michigan. Even this year, I was high on Michigan. So I just love that. I admit I was excessive and emotional and inebriated. Dude, I don't get like, all right, yeah, that's that sucks because it makes me never want to be in a position where I could be I could be fired from my job for talking real about a, a team I'm a fan of. They're saying it's because a he went after specific players. Who the fuck cares, it's like, dude? They're eighteen and up, man. They can take it. And they probably are never going to, like, I just, that's a bummer. So what you're saying is you'll never be, like, the, the color guy on Texans broadcast. If they were stupid enough to let me have that job, it'd be a really fun, like, 20-minute period before they fired me. Until you're telling everybody to S your D on Twitter and all our, Yeah, we score the first touchdown, just me yelling, suck our dicks, into the microphone, and then it's all over. But, uh, yeah, that, that sucks, man. If your team sucks, you should be allowed to say. He didn't even use a, well, he said fucking. Well, he, he used trash. Which, by the way, uh, I saw an RBP sign on College Game Day for yeah. this Michigan Notre Dame game. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. We we were like front and, it said, and center. It also said Michigan is Michigan fans are trash, which is the the notable. Was that Braylon? I think it's like an original Micah saying that that has been. I think it's actually a Jared saying. Whatever it is, we use it company wide now. It's become a thing. And it's a real problem. We just call everybody trash all the time. There's a trash. There's a horn involved sometimes. We had a trash horn on touching base for a while. And by horn, I mean our mouths. Where you just make it sound like a horn? That is. That's it. Mike just rang the horn. It's like a hype horn, but it's the trash horn. Yeah. So I wasn't like really impressed with Notre Dame. I just kind of hung on for the end. But Michigan, yeah, Michigan doesn't got it this year. Yeah, I wish I knew I that, that uh, four days ago. Yeah, I did too. This was, uh, I think this was like our biggest lock of the week. And we lost. And we lost. Oh, well. Bama pushed in Louisville shit. Never bet against Nick wow. Saban opening week. That's one way to put it. <laughs> yeah. Tried to tell you, fuckers. I tried to tell you what I say. Don't bet against Nick Saban. You told us. Was anybody saying anything otherwise? No, we picked against well, him. We, I, we took I twenty four because that's a lot of fucking oh, points. Oh, oh, oh! We took Louisville I got the points, dude. Yeah. They be, well, I didn't, but he. They, this is exactly what I thought would happen. They just beat their dicks in. Alabama's Man, that's too. The worst. You can never bet against Saban week one. He's too scary, and you never know what they're going to come out and do and to somebody. You got Tua Tonga Viola, by the way. Tua. That's how you say his name. Dan's super proud about knowing how to say his last name. So we actually had somebody call in uh, to correct me, and let's let's just play that call right now. Oh, great. 
up, you guys? Colin from Georgia. Um, Ross and Dylan, you guys might want to put on some glasses and gloves. I'm about to burn something right now. Dan, what the fuck? Dude, how come you not pronounce Tua's last name right? So you said it was tongue? It starts with a T-A-G. Trust me, I'm a Bulldogs fan. This dude's an asshole because he beat us in the national championship. His last name is Tagaviola. Tua Tagaviola. Tongue? Jesus Christ, what the fuck, man? Wow. Jeez, what are you teaching over there in Philly, dude? Damn, I pronounce shit. All right, keep it real. Micah, OG, good luck on the fight, brother. Hope you come out on top. Excuse me, expedition. Ex exhibition. Yeah, good job. Suck my cock, Dan. Jeez. Jeez. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. What the hell? <laughs> Hold on. He just ended with this with a with a very very yeah. fucking uh, S my D Dan. It's a sneaky S my C. You know what? You know, yeah, though, there's only C. one proper way to respond to this, Suck and it's to have in. Tua pronounce his last name with a clip. That is, please play it. So, here's how Tua says his last name. Okay. That was cool that he warned you guys to put on your coats and your goggles because he was firing up the Bunsen burner. That was a good call. <laughs> that was nice of him. Play this fucking clip. Uh, tongue of Iloa. So you say tongue first. Oh, Vailoa. Tongue of Hey, sounds like our caller can suck our cocks. He right? can. He can suck our big old Ds. Perform. I'll be honest, though. He he pronounced it better than you did, Dan. Tongue of Viola. Again, sure. this isn't an issue we should even have to deal with. We could all just yeah, say nobody Tua. Cares. We could all just say Tua. Yeah. Did you see uh, Saban's post-game post, post -game interview? I did. I actually clipped it and made a, a pretty solid tweet out of it. Only reason I saw it is because of Dan's tweet. <laughs> A lot of people were having fun with that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a pretty basic, standard question. I don't know why Nick Saban has to be the Here, dick that he is. Let me say he's this. an asshole. Let me say this. Yes, it was a dick move, and I'm glad he apologized, but we're so used to getting generic coach speak, especially me as a Cowboy fan with Jason Garrett, that when a coach just goes unhinged for no reason, it's actually I fun. appreciate it. It's like, hey, you know what? He just, he just twisted off, and he apologized, but it... There's something about Saban going off. Yeah. Uh, look, the the thing we all have to accept here is that the entire world of reporters interviewing players and or coaches on the field, on the court, on the, on the pitch, other, on the pitch is a sham. None of the questions <laughs> None of it matters. accomplish anything. No. None of the answers accomplish anything or have any real information in them. The whole thing is a song and dance we do for the sake of television and having a cleaner break to commercial and back from commercial and to try to inject some personality of the players and coaches into the fucking package of entertainment. But that none of that actually happens. No one is allowed to say what they want to say. All of the answers are super generic, and it's all a sham. So quit asking. So let's fucking just... I mean, it's just like every time I'm somebody... I'm not going to... Every time somebody snaps like this, or like every single time Popovich does an interview ever in the NBA, he's got to retire that. Or bit. Saban gets a little upset, or fucking Harbaugh brings up some weird shit about like, you know, how people shouldn't use straws during his interview or whatever. It just gets beat to death, and it's like, what are we doing here, folks? Yeah, they look fucking nasty Damn, though. That was a Rossatorial. I'm that just, offense, I'm just really sick of the whole. That offense was clicking. Two was. Two is fun to watch. If you ask Saban a question and he doesn't want to answer the question and he gets a little angry and disrespectful, like, get over it. Just move on. 
Was she upset? Was the lady upset? Uh, hard to say. Yeah. <sighs> but Pussy. anyway, let's move on. Oklahoma murked. What? <laughs> Oklahoma murked FAU. The defense held the lane, trained to 14 points, and the offense put up an easy 63. This was never close. Um, this is getting really weird. Every game you mentioned, I was on the other side of. Yeah. Uh, I think I had FAU a, plus 40. A little note. We'll get to our records. Dude, FAU, whose offense looked unstoppable last year. Um, Couldn't do shit against minus, minus Kendall Bryles, who is now at U of H with uh, Major Applewhite. Yeah. They look pretty average. Granted, they are playing OU, who is legit probably a, a playoff Well, they have, they have a 25-year-old kid calling plays now. Charlie Weiss Jr. What? Dude. <laughs> You have to be at least 30 to call plays. <laughs> you need to have at least five years difference between you and the oldest player on the team you're calling plays Wait, for. He's calling the plays for FAU. Yeah, for yeah. FAU. Yeah, Charlie that's, a pro- that's a problem. It was Kendall Bryles, Art Bryles' kid last year, and their offense looked awesome. That's why Dan and I, we've been looking forward to this game for a long time, and I don't think we really realized uh, what a new OC, a 25-year-old OC, how bad that's going to look against OU. Dude, when I was 25, I could barely wipe my own ass. How I remember f- that. How could they? Yeah, you had to help me. Yeah. Broke both your uh, arms. <laughs> also, uh, shouts to T-Man. He says whenever we talk what? bad about Oklahoma, he immediately turns off the podcast. So we're just going to say some nice things about Oklahoma. Uh, all right. Well, Kyler Murray looks awesome. He looks accurate. He looks legit. That offense was humming. If you're, ever, uh, if you're in the Southwest region and you're ever flipping through Fox Sports Southwest and you see a state championship game they're replaying. Okay. Check it out, because it might be Allen, and it might be from a few years ago. And Kyler Murray was such a fucking beast in high school. Yeah. And he's only like 5'10", and he's just awesome. He's the best player, best athlete on the field. Go watch it. We've also not said many bad things about Oklahoma other than Dylan, but that's kind of understandable since he's a uh, Texas guy. It's funny to me that Dave knows of this legendary high school football performance that he recommends you watch. He's a big television. high school Texas football guy. He really is, though. Like, low-key secretly knows <laughs> Nobody a lot. will let me do my high school football podcast. You know a lot more about high school football than I would expect you to. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. That's the problem. No, I mean, he's a scout for baby. I haven't figured Everyone out what to make this. of all this. It's like Dave has this wealth of knowledge for some reason of children. Every time, uh, yeah. Every time uh, our friend intern Klein um, is uh, is around, I want to talk high school football. He's he he's in the football industry. I want to talk high school football with him. Yeah. He's like, dude, would you fuck off? I don't know who these people are. Yeah, because mo- no, most people don't, except you do. Yeah. He also covers the Southwest region, so he's yes. He says it's like. Top few guys for the NFL are Klein. all we're talking yeah, about Klein, are yeah. all NFL or uh, LSU guys. So nah. that kind of convinced me to that take the LSU sense. side. Watch out for the Duncanville Panthers this year. Man, I really wish I'd talked to Klein before I bet on Miami. Yeah, uh, for Ohio my State. kids' sake, who will now not eat this week. <laughs> you don't have kids. I know. Yeah. Hmm. Ohio State put up seventy-seven on Oregon State without Urban, so not really missing a beat there. Week three, TCU in Arlington. It's going to be a good game. 77 points. Yeah. That might be a... F- Man, that's a lot of points. should go up for that game. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins is can we legit. Can we get a, can we get a, a grand next trip? Five the game? passing touchdowns. He good. He's, he's way better than JT Barrett was. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, Texas, we got there. Let's talk about mm. let's talk about the University of Texas Longhorns, Dan. They seem to have... A to also have a turtle curse. They have hey, a Maryland problem. Oh, they have a Maryland oh, problem. That's a good tie-in. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. Yes, that's funny, but also not <laughs> true. They just suck. 
and <laughs> it's really, really awesome. Here's the thing. For me. I don't think Texas is that bad. I think Maryland's better than people give them credit for. I think that's part of it, for sure. Maryland is better than people give they them credit for. They should have been a for. much better team last year, but uh, their two starting quarterbacks tore their ACLs. But so they were down, like, by the end of the season, they were, they were on, like, their fifth-string quarterback. Nothing about Texas looked like where they should be at in terms of quality no. play. Well, I mean, on the other side of the ball, you have Ja'Shawn Jones, who had three touchdowns on his first three college touches, where he, he had a receiving touchdown, he had a running touchdown, and he threw four touchdowns Monster. as a true freshman. Monster. I thought Texas recruited like uh, Earl Thomas at every position in the secondary. What happened they there? They supposedly had like a top three recruiting class, right? Which With they often do. They often have a very good recruiting class. That's kind of the MO is they squander talent, much like Scott Brooks did with the Oklahoma City Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> yes, across platforms, cross sports. Uh, I refuse to let that go. I mean, yeah, it's a lot. I think the the big problem with Texas though was they were very conservative on offense. They did not really let Sammy sling it. Well, Herman took over play calling duties apparently mid, very quickly, mid, like mid game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good look. Game one. <laughs> game one on the road. That's the time to do it. Way to instill some confidence in your fucking. Offensive coordinator. Who's their OC again? What's his name? He's got to be updating his LinkedIn right now. Some guy who's crying and, and using his tears as lubricant at the moment. The, this what, this game for was what? for jacking it. This this game was uh, was not fun to watch. Really, in in Texas, just didn't no, look very good. When Texas started to roll, they had that like hour and a half weather delay. Yeah, that was seemingly hitting the entire college football country. Okay. That was really annoying. I was checking GameCast on my phone because I have like 15 bets live. Yeah, I had And so none many, of the scores were changing and I, none of the clocks were moving and I was like, what the fuck is going on here? I had so much money tied into like 11 o'clock games Yeah, I couldn't bet on 2.30 games yeah, because sucked. they weren't finished. That sucked. And then you have to hit the bookie up to ask for more credit. Need more credit. Yeah, okay, did you... This story <laughs> went underreported. I heard it yesterday on, uh, on the ticket in Dallas. Uh... During the rain delay, Herman, the coaching staff, tried to order pizzas for the team. <laughs> for the Longhorns. Doesn't seem uh, healthy. Dairy before you hit the field. What is that real? I, I, I don't understand this. It doesn't seem like the move when you're a, a you know a world class athlete and you're you know in the midst of a rain delay, which could go thirty minutes, it could go an hour, but you're just gonna hoss pizzas. I don't get it. Nobody's well, doing that. Here's, here's, there, there was also a report, uh this was a different game, West Virginia. Uh, Tennessee, West Virginia was so unimpressed and like with uh, Tennessee that during their weather delay, they just watched games and cracked open like cold brews. Well, they were wait. Beating, I'm sorry. They were beating ass. They drank cold brew coffee. No, I, I think just some brewskis. I think Holgerson was just cracking open some cold ones. Oh well, yeah, it's, it's Dana Holgerson. Yeah, and it's West Virginia. But talking about Texas, let, look at this objectively for a second. If you are uh, Tom Herman. This whole offseason, outside of doing the things that you do to prepare your team for the entire season, you got to be looking at that first game on the calendar like this is the this is it. Revenge this is what game. we're preparing for. This is what the whole fucking several month period is geared toward is just stomping on the terrapins or whatever the fuck they're called. The turbines. Turbi the turbines, the wind turbines, that's their mascot. And you come out and and for the first I don't know. Full first quarter, they looked like total butthole. Well, looked a little slow. Uh, and they, just, they just to throw this effort. out there too, they ran into an emotional buzzsaw with the the Jordan McNair situation. 
So, I mean, yeah. Maryland was fucking fired up. They're juiced up. They're ready to go. The guy who passed? Yeah, they came out. First play of the game, they played with 10 guys, took a penalty. I don't, Tom Herman not, the point it. is, very classy move. Texas, Maryland, if you've got your all systems firing on week one, Texas is supposed to win that game based on talent pool, based on money, based on the importance of the legacy of the university and all the bitchy alumni that come with it. And they still lost. Tom Herman Correct. might just might not be very good. He just He's, might not be very Tom good. Tom Herman, when he was at Houston as a head coach, he was a noted big game coach, but he kept losing to teams Dude, that he shouldn't have lost to. Dude, was this not the easiest comparison to draw up beforehand was that Charlie Strong and Tom Herman had too much in, in common in terms of having success at kind of obscure programs that nobody actually gives a fuck about? Well, I mean, Tom Herman won a national championship as an offense coordinator for Ohio State. So he kind of ran. He That's he, different. He rode... Uh, I'm not. Urban. Micah notes off Mike that Strong did the same at, uh, at Florida. 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 So as both, a DC, was he a DC? Yeah, yeah. So both under Urban. That's not how it works. You don't get credit for winning a national. I mean, you do get literal credit, but figurative. I well, mean, he won a national championship with Cardell Jones at quarterback, their third string quarterback. Well, he lost to Maryland 29-34 yesterday or the day before, yeah, or whatever that was. And I, it, they. And when they did let Sammy throw it, he did. They they have a quarterback problem. They just don't have a quarterback. Hey, nothing's more fun than being in a group text when Texas with Texas fans when Texas loses to Maryland. Hey, you know what you should do? Maybe if a quarterback issue has arisen, recruit a fucking quarterback who doesn't suck dick, and then put him out there on the field and train him up. I'm still a Bouchel guy. I've been saying that, and Dylan always shoots me down. But I think I'm still. I still think Bouchelle's the guy. I kind of do too. I think he's got a, he's a better year. arm. Ellinger, hey. Ellinger's a gamer, and like he he's not a, a P or anything. But he he always has a bad interception. They left him out there last year against somebody, and he was concussed, and he threw one of the worst picks of all time. <laughs> that was awesome. What the hell? That was awesome. What are they doing? Hey, you know who never has a very good quarterback? Alabama. They do this year. <laughs> but now they do. Everybody's fucked. What's his name? Tua Tunga Viola. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm just saying, you can point fingers at like, oh, they don't really have a quarterback. They haven't solved that problem. That's not the point. Maryland isn't a, it's a fucking lacrosse school. And basketball. If you're one 90s. of the boosters that's dropping 100K a year on the University and of Texas Williams football program, aren't you just cutting, like, ripping that check in half right now? How many more years of disappointment do these people need? What's the opposite of cut the check, Ross? I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Well, none I of really us. Stop payment on the check. Stop payment. None of us in this room are Texas fans, so it's kind of we can kind of say we enjoy this, right? I no, I, I, no, I really do. Dave, I, not so much. I don't get it. Okay, here's the thing. And here's why this is stupid. But everybody assumes I'm a Texas fan because I, I live in Austin. Like everybody who oh, listens for sure, yeah. And it, uh, so I don't know. I, there's a little bit of pride in Texas, like. Recruiting high school athletes from Texas. Because you're big on high school football. Because I love high school football. Again, it's getting weird at this point. It is. It Um, is getting a little weird. But so it's just like on a national level. Also, I would love for our tailgate scene to be tight. We're going to probably tailgate the USC game maybe. I would like for for there to be a good turnout. Since I've been in Austin, Texas has not had a good program, a good team. Right. It's, It's weird. Dave, I've been here almost eight years now. I've given up. Were you and here now for K- well, it's been nine since they had a good team. I've turned toward, I literally, this will be eight years coming up in January. So I've turned toward just enjoying the depression and the hatred. And it's 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 actually pretty fun. I, I recommend well, you do this. that's same. a perfect transition. We have 
a very special treat for you. We have a call from noted Texas fan Reese. Oh, oh Reese. Oh, yes. yes. Let's play that call. Hey, guys. This is Reese from Texas. I know it's been a while, but I got a dog, and she makes me happy now. But about Texas, I really thought things were going to be different this year. I don't know why we would start the year ranked. I spent the last like seven months looking up. I spent the last like seven months looking up for this day, and and we lose. Everything crumbles, and to make matters worse, I didn't even get to graduate on time. <laughs> I'm gonna be a seventh year senior. <laughs> I'm gonna be 25, still here for my seventh season of shitty football. I'll be talking to you guys soon. Bye. Oh no! <laughs> Seven. Hold uh, on, hold on. This is great. Is that right? Seventh okay. Reese, Reese, Reese has been a student at Texas as long as I've lived in Austin, and that's the amount of time they've had shit teams. Every year, you Reese put two and two psyched. together. Hmm. Yeah, every year Reese gets psyched. He waits the seven months of the off season to get excited and watch Texas football, and then they come out and lose to the Terrapins. Uh, Excuse mm. me. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> well, Reese. Um, Hang in there, buddy. So is he still in Austin? Yeah. Hope, I hope to see you out one day, Reese. I'll I'll buy you exactly one beer. Here's the thing, Reese. You've Getting made it through here. a lot of a lot of uh suicide watch, a lot of depression. I'm sure surely set many bottles At of At this Prozac. point he has to be numb. You're good, yeah. dude. You're fine. You've made it. You're strong. You're scarred, but you're strong. And uh At least this was on the road. It couldn't have been as bad as last year, losing at home to Maryland. It somehow is. It is. You're right. <laughs> it's just back to back. Just as bad. Yeah, that's the thing, man. It, it it's not a good look. What did y'all think about Herman's reaction? Where he was kind of doing the "Don't panic," like you guys. We actually are a lot Dude, better. You can't tell because you don't have this football mind that I have. That that was the worst thing he could have come out and said after the game. He got absolutely <laughs> destroyed by all the sports writers. Well, a lot of, a lot of Texas media was. They were complaining about players just not being upset. I read a column that was written entirely in sarcasm. <laughs> entirely in sarcasm about how... Was it Curry's? Yeah, it had to be Curry. I don't think it was. This was like on a... This was a yeah, this was in a newspaper. and uh, Unless Curry writes for a newspaper, and I just didn't know that. But it was pretty hilarious. It was like, basically, th that, that was the joke. All of us are idiots. Uh, Tom Herman clearly knows things we don't, and we just need to trust him and keep our mouths shut because we're dolts. Like D O L T S, not adults. Okay. Yeah, Bad take by term by I, Herman. I think that's enough Texas talk. They got to play USC in, in two weeks, right? Two weeks. Then they got TCU after that. There's a chance. There's a chance they're a one-win team through five weeks of the season. I love the attempt. Like people are so fucking eligible? stupid that you can just come out and say. Listen, I know we just lost, but and it seems really bad. But here's the thing: it's not, and we're actually quite good. That's a genius level move. Who wins more it's games this year? Texas or Baylor? Texas. It's like you showing up for a meeting with your boss and you fell like 30K lower than your sales goal and you explain to your boss, like, look, I know this looks bad and we were $30,000 short, but I assure you, the rest of that money is, is fantastic. It's just great. Like, yeah, Texas lost to Maryland, but Baylor gave up a shit ton of yardage to Abilene Christian. This is true. That was not a good look. Jalen Hurd, though, for eh, Matt Rule. Hmm. 
Give Matt Rule time. One of, one of the uh, don't let Matt Rule get hot. One of the headlines on ESPN's homepage right now is Tom Herman invokes of mice and men after loss to Maryland. <laughs> like Lenny? I don't know. No, no, no. I don't know what he said. Oh yes, he said. Oh my God, he did. Lenny wanted so badly to touch the rabbit and play with the rabbit. He squeezed it so hard, he killed the rabbit. Texas is Lenny? I know that seems maybe out there a little bit. I think that's what the first quarter was. We wanted it so badly, we got in our own way quite a bit. Well, um... Bringing literature into it. Not a good sign when when Tom Herman's going full Mike Leach after... Game uh, one. (laughs) Mike Leach is over here talking about elevation and jackalopes. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if any y'all, y'all saw that clip. Yeah. Good God, that was good I winning against that Wyoming. Man. That was a that was a big under trendy underdog pick in Wyoming, and Wazoo just kind of wiped the floor at the end. Jesus, he also said it was paral- paralysis by analysis. We got on the headset and said these guys are thinking way too much, dude. Oh my God, it's week one. How do you come? Up? I just you're right, Dan. We're done here. Yeah, uh, every team in the SEC won this weekend except Tennessee. Well, that's so, a change yeah. from the, last year. The SEC, good this year. Who did well, Arkansas beat? Maybe. Uh, some trash team. Okay. Some, the Chad, uh, the Chad Norris Norris era something. is something I'm watching closely. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, uh, our friend Hashtag Chad is a big Arkansas Hashtag guy. Chad. I have a soft spot for Arkansas. I have. I, the Hogs. My, I, I'm, I'm a big. Uh, if, if I had to have a team, it would be Arkansas. Because hmm. I, that, I that's the most, pe- the most people... You know that I like respect our uh, Arkansas fans. It's out of state. Who else? I've got three of my best friends really? went to University of Arkansas. Yeah. Was that a school you considered in high school? No, that. But I didn't consider any schools, so <laughs> I'm not oh, yeah. a really good person to ask that question. Yeah, I mean they look. But as, good as, is as one can awesome. look against like a a shit opponent. Uh, Old Miss looks fun. Texas Tech looks like they don't have a defense again. That's well, they don't a have a quarterback surprise. either. Unfortunately, they lost to midway Important through. position. Yeah, this might be uh, Cliff's last go at it. Probably. I'm sick of that, dude. I'm I'm ready for some new hot ass to come in and, you know. They got to hire somebody even hotter than Cliff. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> like actually Ryan Gosling. They got to get Gosling in there. They got to maybe get, uh, what's our boy's name, uh, who played Riggins? They need to get him in oh. there. <laughs> the actor yeah. who played Tim Riggins? They should That's get him That's who you want them there. to hire? Yeah. The dude from True Detective Season 2? Underrated character. Good good, sh- uh, good show, bad season, good character, though. Good actor. Yeah. Taylor Kitsch. Good, good times. Oh, T. Kitchy. Oh, T. Kitsch. Yeah. Uh, Penn State needed a Trace McSorley last-minute comeback to force overtime against App State, uh, who scored 28 points in the fourth quarter on the arm of Zach Thomas. Penn State eventually uh, won in overtime on an interception. Yeah, Hale State. What do they say? No, we dude, are state. We are Penn we State. We are. Yeah. Okay. How Happy pissed Valley. would you be if you went to App State and you, when you got there you realized they didn't just serve appetizers all day? <laughs> the most angry. I would be livid. Furious. Uh, uh, Pac-12 new coaches had a pretty rough go at it. Uh, you had Chip Kelly at UCLA, lost to Cincinnati. Yet Sumlin at Arizona lose to BYU, but surprise, surprise, the uh, the guy we were most critical on, Herm Edwards, won his game by a lot, and they covered the spread. And well, I well, well, should probably stop betting on the UTSA Roadrunners. You did see that Herm's team took a delay of game penalty on the first play of the game, which uh, 
always goes to show you that a team is well organized and prepared for okay for but game. but chaos excitement the heart rate through the ceiling you can fuck up the first play pretty easily they they beat ass after that yeah, yeah they beat roadrunner ass. ass and again <laughs> I, I, moving forward ross no more utsa bets that was the utsa e- hosts I the baylor bears next week dan i don't know what you week. were thinking here i can't believe you did this to yeah, yourself. it was it was dumb it was dumb it uh, might be a game to go to boise's legit they went into troy alabama and just fucking wrecked wrecked shit man i bet on troy too and then uh of course my ucf knights rolled on in yukon stork connecticut we need to get out of the AAC. Finally, bro. you mentioned Temple, the game that we won. Temple and ECU both lost to FCS school, so not great for our conference. I see people predicting very good things from Mizzou, mainly my friends from Mizzou on Twitter. We have a lot of Mizzou folk that cross our, our paths. Far too many. Too many. And my dad's a Mizzou alum as well. Oh, I, God, he is? Dude, so you're surrounded. You're like... I'm not expecting big things from Mizzou. Yeah. yeah. Like, who'd they beat? They didn't beat anybody really good, right? No. Uh, who, who, oh, Micah. Like, oh, Micah, yeah. Y'all played a trash team. We're the best. We're winning the fucking championship. We're coming for that ass next week, Wyoming, and uh, can't wait. That's a that's a game. Okay, great stuff. Uh, this is a game. Oh, good, that was... good defense, Wyoming. But uh, you guys beat Tennessee Martin. Soundbite from Micah. All right. Uh, you want to get to our, our season records against the spread? Uh, in our highlighted games, I went two and three. Uh, Ross went two and three, and Dylan went zero oh and five. What a what an asshole! <laughs> Wait, Dylan went zero oh and five. Yeah, that's uh, pretty awesome. And then my quick pick games, I went five and two, so my, my overall record is seven and five. What's the season. difference between a regular game and a quick pick? Game? So there's the no analysis. Game, <laughs> you just pick it quickly. Yes. Yeah, the, the highlighted games we we have to go through all, like all the big games for the week, and then my my quick pick games are games that are just random that I think are winners. The, those are the games you should gamble on. Don't don't gamble on big games. You'll never win. Yeah. Uh, again, I'd just like to say how deeply depressed I am at the moment. Yeah. Uh, but you know where you should make these bets, Ross? MyBookie.ag. What's MyBookie.ag, Ross? You may be asking. It's the beautiful website where you can throw down on all of these college football games and hopefully have better luck than I did this weekend. But But here's the big news. You can, just for being a listener of Backdoor Cover, get on mybookie.ag today, put in, let's say, $100. They're going to double that. They're going to match it dollar for dollar and put another $100 into your account. We have a promo code, right? Promo code is Backdoor. Backdoor, one word, B-A-C-K-D-O-O-R. Use that when you get on mybookie.ag and make your deposit. They will match it. They will double it. Whatever phrase you want to use. It becomes twice as much as it once was. They have in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can bet on the over/under on how many fantasy points a player will score each week. We got NFL this week. Finally, you can finally gamble on fantasy football. God bless it. It's finally here. I know for most people, this past weekend was the biggest gambling weekend of the year, or like you know the most exciting one because it's finally back. This upcoming weekend is the one for me. It's the first week of the NFL is when I truly feel alive again, and I can go to mybookie.ag and place all my NFL bets after I use the code backdoor and get my deposit matched. Awesome stuff. (laughs) Yeah, so check out mybookie.ag. Use that promo code backdoor. 
Like we said, though, we have NFL this week. We open up Thursday. Eagles, Falcons. Uh, Nick Foles is getting the start as Carson Wentz has not been cleared yet for contact. How long is this going to take? Uh, a few weeks. A few more weeks? Probably. What's wrong with him? He blew his, his fucking ACL, I believe. Oh, what a pussy. Get back out there, kid. <laughs> week 15. Like, this, this wasn't that long ago. I'm just joking, dude. I, it It's crazy to me still that they won the fucking Super Bowl and they're just... On how the, much on the arm Nick, of Nick Foles? How much does Foles get paid? Did he get like some kind of Super Bowl bonus? I think we gave him a little bit of a bonus. I think he's getting I mean, paid. Something, something needs to happen. Top dollar for, for a backup at least. Uh, but I'm not really confident in this game. I, if I'm, I haven't seen the line yet. We'll talk about it probably Thursday. But uh, early on, I'd probably, I, I'd think Falcons. I think line. you not being confident about this game is probably the attitude that we should all carry into Week One of the NFL with literally every single game. It's hard to be confident about any of these games week one in the NFL. It feels like, for me, it's even harder to Honestly, pick Honestly, you can say the same thing about college. You can, but... Like, we have no I idea tr- what these teams are. But a lot of college lines are huge. It'll be like 24 points or 17 points. or All the NFL lines are going to be between like 3 and 7, and maybe some crazy spreads will be 10. It's very tough to pick right. on these for me. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, Khalil Mack traded to the Browns with a oh. second-round pick. The fuck Oakland was, gets what, back uh, what happened future first-round picks. Uh, so I guess Khalil Mack, the, Oakland just didn't want to give him a new deal because they're just like low on cash or something. Why would you Why would you give a deal to um, arguably the best defensive player in football? Pass rushers, who needs them? Oh, no, I'm serious. I, I, I haven't read anything about this other than tweets. Apparently, so Gruden I was not involved in the trade at all. He was very surprised by this. He blamed it on the salary cap, though, which... He blamed it on the organization. So I guess... Um, Didn't they just hire Gruden? Yeah. Didn't this you is his make first year. some kind of effort to get on the same page with your brand new coach before the season starts and not cut your literally most famous player? They're a your top five dysfunctional franchise in all of sports. Well, they're going to Vegas soon, too, so that's yeah. going to be fun. Dude, who... What? This is crazy to me, though. Like... This is a top five defensive player in the league. There are whispers that the Raiders don't have enough money because yeah. when you do a long-term deal, you have to put that money in escrow. That comes straight out of like... What? And that there's rumors that, that they are cash poor, even though that they are a fucking NFL franchise. Well, yeah, it comes oh, like straight no. out of like Mark Davis's account, right? I, I think it was Lewis Reddick from ESPN who reported they that. They should have so. started a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially <laughs> what they should have I just I need someone to like actually write a column explaining what what happened here. Like the, if you go read the entire ESPN piece on it right now, it, there's not a lot of information to help you understand why on earth a team would let Khalil. Could you Mack imagine being walk. like a millionaire or billionaire owner of an NFL franchise but not being able to play or pay one player? They, they I have, really can't. They have a lot like. A relatively good amount of star power on that team, though. Like, he yeah. was the most important of them. I mean, you still have guys like is Derek Carr still on his rookie? I think contract? Derek Carr stinks. Yeah, I don't think he's very. His good. last name's Carr. You keep Mac over that. He's related to your former Texans great. Poor guy took a lot of shots for our franchise. He really did. David beat the Cowboys. <laughs> Almost, almost yeah, definitely has The Bears CTE. did have the money, though. They signed Khalil Mack to a six-year, $141 million contract. Yeah, lovely. Uh, a great weekend for Bears fans who just woke up and suddenly have one of the best linebackers in the league for no fucking reason at all. This is, that's cool. Good for them. 
and then of course the big news of yesterday Colin Kaepernick is the face of Nike's 30th anniversary just do it ads I fucking love this as if everybody was asking how is it that we're gonna get Cap back onto the front page of all the newspapers need more anthem talk what do we do going into week one that can get Colin Kaepernick to be the face of the NFL again and Nike answers the question for us they put him out as part of this uh, their 30th anniversary just do it campaign and it's just Cap's face. And what does it say on it, Dan? Do you have it Sacrifice pulled Sacrifice everything. Stand for something or die for nothing or something like that. Maybe a much... Uh, uh, it's There's no death involved. <laughs> do, you, do you have it pulled up? No. I'm trying. The internet's going real slow, which makes for awkward uh, podcasting. But you know what? I'm just going to talk my way through it, Dan. I'll power through yeah, and just keep uh, spitting out I words until here. somebody it's has believe the in something, even if it means sacrificing everything. Okay. People are very, very upset. We have about people this. burning their Nikes. Here's what's interesting about the Colin Kaepernick thing to me: it is essentially political. In every, it's it's essentially Donald Trump people versus non-Donald Trump people. You, if you're a yeah. Donald Trump person, you hate mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick, and if you're uh, on the other side of that, I guess liberal, then you don't hate Colin Kaepernick and you don't see what the big deal is, or you're just in the middle and you don't give a fuck about either. But that's not a position, and I'll tell you why. I'm in the middle, and I attempted to express that last night via the Twitter uh, machine. People will not accept that you are in the middle. You have to pick a side. You have to you, have hot takes. You are either a liberal <laughs> cuck who hates America yeah. and supports uh, uh, whatever, or you're a racist. <laughs> that's it. Damn. There's no, there's no middle tough, ground. That's a tough didn't place it, to didn't be. Didn't we like, solve this story, though, when... It broke that Nate Boyer came up with the the idea. He's a former Green Beret. What was his idea? He he was talking to Kaepernick and he said, rather than sit for the anthem, take a knee. And he's a former Army Green Beret. He's a former and, Longhorn Great NFL player too, right? I don't know, Dan. You'd have to ask someone who's still upset about this. I'm I'm. I, it is blowing my mind that this is still a thing. It's a crazy move by Nike because it's either. They're either wildly underestimating how many racists buy their shoes, or they don't give a fuck, right? There's, those are the only two possibilities, right? They either don't care about Joe Schmo, the 42-year-old white man with four kids who is no longer going to buy Nikes, or at least for a month until he forgets this ever happened because he's a moron. What about the big and rich sound guy who ripped his socks apart? Which, the big and rich sound guy. It was a popular tweet yesterday. <laughs> that guy was the big and rich sound guy? Yeah, man. You didn't know who he was? No, I didn't know who he was. Uh, which is kind of makes big it big and rich guy. It makes it even funnier. Yeah, this is this is hysterical. People are burning Nike's, tearing the Nike swish off Still their the box. This is incredible. Yeah, that I saw that. I did see that. I did not realize who he was. He was so mad he just he just nibbled them off his feet. John okay. Rich. He just chewed them. So is is what somebody else please try to explain this to me or like what uh, do we do here? What's the end, what's the end game? I'm here? just This was the last thing I needed. I don't need more anthem talk before the fucking football season. I, I thought we were over this. Here's we over here's this my home. position. I think you should be able to do whatever you want to do at any point in your life if it involves free speech. Uh, the, your freedom to express yourself and then you have to accept the consequences that come with that if you're in a professional environment. Like if I'm at work today and I decide, fuck this, I'm taking my pants off in some kind of stance for anti-circumcision or something like that. I don't know. I'm circumcised for the record. But 
then I have to deal with that punishment, right? Like, I have to deal with the fact that Grand X is probably going to be like, yo, you can't take your dick out at work. We have to let you go. That's against our policies. Yeah, Quite don't do comparison, that. Yeah. But it's my right to stand up for what I believe in. This is a terrible example because it involves breaking the law and uh -huh. taking my dick right, out. Right, right. No, all all in all, I'm yeah, derailing here. I just, yeah. I need someone to... No, I, I think <laughs> the message that Kaepernick's trying to get across and like, I don't have a problem with any of the taking a knee during the anthem stuff. I just think that I also think that Kaepernick is kind of a clown as a per as a person too. Yes, please keep going. I strongly dislike Kaepernick. I, think I, he's I a agree with the bag. message. I just don't think he's the person that that should have started the movement. I didn't like Cap before he rocked any the of Fidel this Castro. I thought he was in Miami, but that was in the midst of the movement, pre-movement, pre this ever happening. Let's go back to Colin Kaepernick leading the 49ers to the Super Bowl. I hated the guy. I thought he was a douchebag. I don't like the way he looks. I don't like the way he talks. I'm not a fan. And it doesn't have anything to do with his race. I'm not even sure what his race is. I, I believe he's half white, half black. I don't give a fuck about his race. I just don't like the guy. But I don't care that he... I, I support him and his right to stand up for what he believes in. If he believes he needs to take a knee during the national anthem and, and make all these statements about the police and do what he needs to do, that's cool. That's his right. The whole fucking country was founded on your... Ability to say and do whatever you think is right. And then you have to deal with whatever comes with that. Yeah. Why are people upset by this? I think he only led the 49ers to the NFC Championship whatever. game. Where he's defeated no, by Russell I thought Russell he was in a Super Bowl. No, they, won't, they uh, lost the Super Bowl to the Ravens. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's, what was, that's what was so Black, fucking amazing. He <gasps> got to the Super Bowl. Holy shit, I forgot about they, that. Uh, he replaced Alex oh, Smith. It, just for the record. Right. Yes, just yes, for the record. Yes. I don't think he's a very good quarterback. At all? Well, he's, he had two years where he was. Okay. Really I, did, I, did, I saw a funny tweet this weekend where it's just like all Kaepernick has to do is go into court and show this tweet of Nate Peterman uh, being named the starter for the Buffalo Bills, and that's then just true. walk out of court that's true. as that's a winner. True. Yes, uh, it's, there's a little bit different I, standard there. I, but I don't really fully understand the the legal Nate part Peterman of it. Like, I don't really yeah, get why what the lawsuit between him and the NFL entails. And frankly, I don't really care. Like, he's definitely good enough to be in the NFL. But what most people are upset about is they believe Colin Kaepernick to be anti-American, disrespectful of the American flag and the national anthem, and all of the troops who have served for this country. The troops served to protect his right to be a jackass. Right. You do understand that, it's, right? It's also just like a default thing that people who don't really have an argument go to. It's just like, yeah, but you disrespect Dude, the troops. Dude, I'm in a text group where every like single legitimately person a in the troop text came group up with it. is like, fuck Colin Kaepernick. Fuck liberals. He disrespected the flag. It's like, it doesn't even have to do with politics to me. Like, I'm not even a liberal and they're getting upset with me for even wanting to just discuss what this is all about. It's obviously been a successful uh, protest because we're still talking about it. The NFL is Year clearly ill-equipped to handle it. They've botched it at every level. There's a collusion case against them that is uh, past the summary judgment stage. Yeah, and we're talking about, um, for the most part... Uh, Police brutality, uh, I guess, you know, uh, our criminal justice system. Like, yeah, dude, say what you want, but it's been successful. He's sh trying to shine light on something he believes needs light shined on it. And whether or not he's done that in a way that you believe to be appropriate yeah, and I mean, isn't the point. There's a lot of players that have just come along because of Kaepernick doing it and just continuing the tradition and ross you touched on it that's continuing the, the conversation thing. you're supposed to be allowed to do this type of shit that's yeah. our country so we lose everything if you're not allowed to say whatever you want at any point yeah we're not the country that wants everyone to be blindly patriotic fuck no that's, that's a North terrible Korea. idea that's you're, how you end up with a fucking dictatorship 
That's a bad move. I, that's what I've got friends that are on the far right that I, will, I that will never make any effort to come a little closer to the middle for, for me on this on this issue and like help me to understand how you could be so fucking angry about dudes taking a knee during the national anthem on a football field. Who cares? We have so much bigger fish to fry. Nike making the move to make Cap the face of their campaign. Fine. If you don't like it, don't buy Nikes. It's very simple. It's the anger that I don't get. You gotta think people this is are pretty, so fucking angry about this. It's like, pretty pretty strategic though. Like they know the fallback or the blowback they're gonna get from it, and I don't oh, think it's really gonna affect. Sales. Well, it, like I said, either they understand the blowback and they don't give a fuck about white old dudes who aren't gonna buy their shoes anymore, who are who have graduated. To they new they believe they're going. To, <laughs> they believe they're going to pick up more people from the other side of the argument, which like they will. let's say young black kids who will now buy Nikes over Adidas, perhaps, because they see Nike supporting their movement. The beauty of it is that Nike probably doesn't even give a fuck about either side. They just want more money because they're one of the biggest Man, corporations in the world. I'm old enough to remember when uh, our, our friends on the left side of the aisle like wanted to boycott Nike because of sweatshop allegations. Yes. <laughs> it's just uh, it's just fun how now just we're here. Those bags. It's hysterical. Yeah. It's a fucking joke, and that's what makes it... It's just... I'm, I'm, I'm worked up. At the end of the I'm, day, no, you should, I mean, it's is yeah. going to reallocate that money to Oregon football. And they will still not win a natty. No. I just, I just wish... I can't ball. believe... <laughs> I saw the first tweet with the it was like the pick of cap with the words written over his face or whatever and I was like I can't believe we're going to be doing this again for a couple more weeks but then every single professional athlete that I follow on Twitter and Instagram posted the picture every single one it's immediate getting his own line Nike made so much money last night in exposure and in marketing exposure None of this. This was all already a massive victory. It does not matter. It, they, I think they already canceled out every pair of racist shoes that could have been bought by white dudes or whatever. What are you going to buy? Reebok. Go ahead. No, you're going to buy Adidas. Yeah. Fila. But I just Puma. It. What about the dudes who uh, like the? Because you know, there's like a photo of like a, a frat dude who's like really, really upset by this. Yeah. But there's like a photo from spring break where he's wearing some like some Nikes and holding a Yeti. Right, <laughs> which is a real problem because remember we had to uh, fire rocket propelled, propelled grenades at our Yetis uh, a couple years ago, or I guess that was earlier this year. It was like so. Is there people who are getting their their Yetis, filling them up with Nikes, and then just, just like calling in a place? Yeah, setting in an airstrike in or <laughs> calling in a drone strike on it because they're that mad. I want that video. Here's something people need to understand: you're going to be using products created by humans who disagree with everything you stand for for the rest of your life. You are. Whether it's a clothing brand or, you know, a technology corporation or an entertainment brand or whether it's Nike or the NFL. How about Chick-fil-A? Every company you use is going to have a stance you disagree with. Chick-fil-A donates a lot of money or previously did to yes. uh, conservative Christian movement like yes. causes. And, and it, at one point even for the specific purpose of trying to keep gay marriage from getting legalized. Like yeah. that was legitimately their main reasoning for it. And... Here's here's an honest take from me on a political stage. I disagreed with that move from Chick-fil-A. Guess what? I'm still going to eat their food cuz I don't give a fuck what they think about politics. Yeah. I'm I just want the chicken. The chicken's not going to try to sell you. I need the chicken. Agenda. If you if you if you find somebody else who makes better chicken with better beliefs that I agree oh. with, oh, does Dave have, have a spot for you? Then I'll eat their chicken. 
Papa John's. <laughs> that's not a chicken place. I thought that's, you were going to go Popeye's. Pizza place. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Popeye's. <laughs> that's not the same kind of chicken. I want to know where Popeye's money's going. Yeah. Uh, Yahoo is reporting that Kaepernick was also in talks with Adidas and Puma. So it's just funny to me that like there will be white supremacists are well nine. Oh, I love this. This is but so people like burning their Nikes and wearing Adidas like proudly. But like Adidas was trying to sign the guy too. So see the thing I read. Hilarious. The thing I read was that Cap had been pink. They've been being paid. He's been being paid by oh, Nike um, this yeah. whole time. That's a Ravel tweet. And they were looking for their spot. To is that from Ravel? Yeah, I think so. R- Ravel also tweeted out, does this affect you buying Nikes? And it was like 20% yes, 20% no, and then like 60% doesn't give a fuck about this. I don't know if I'm just in a weird spot where I'm like overexposed to super angry white dudes who... I probably am. No, oh, you probably are. <laughs> what could, dude, but I can't take it anymore. Like, y'all have got to chill the fuck out. Find something else to spend your energy on, dude. Please, I can't take it anymore. I can't Find talk about slant. it. Find a new slant. It's just enough is enough. Like... If Nike does something you don't like, fine. Don't go buy fucking Nikes. Move on. Sorry. Yeah, and let's move on. Man, but what about the... Someone's going to clap back at you and say, you, you guys need to know your audience. Fuck you, dude. I, I'm going to have opinions you don't like. It's going to happen. I guarantee I don't agree with like 90% of the things you believe. What? You Probably. the TFM book. That's not how it works. That's <laughs> it. That was eight years ago. It... You can Things like. Change, yeah. You don't have to be a white guy and be anti-Kaepernick. Just for the record, it's possible to agree with Kaepernick and be a white dude, and, and but, vice versa. But also think he's he kind of sucks, and also totally d- despise the dude. If Kaepernick hit me up and was like, "Yo, Ross, let's go get a beer," I'd be like, "You know what, man? I'm probably gonna chill and play Fortnite instead." Also, I don't drink, but like yeah. I'll support your movement, but I don't want to. Um, no, it's I'll not even that. I don't even know if Xbox. I support his movement. I don't fucking care. I just I agree with that he brought. A lot of attention to something that needed attention. Right. I don't care about him anymore. And he his face on a Nike campaign is not going to affect one way or the other whether or not I buy their products. No. Nah. But it's going to affect other people. And we're going to talk about it. I just, I think anybody, I, it freaks me out when we start to get into a spot where people are like, you can't say or do certain things when the founding principles of the country were built around, we bailed from another country because they wouldn't let us say or do certain things, and we were like, "Fuck that! We want to be well, able to do and say whatever we want." Keep in mind, the, the you know, not to be this guy, but NFL is a private entity. It's not the government telling yes, you that. Yes, that's very true, and it makes um, it complicated. Yeah, because you're at work. But yeah, people can choose to not support the NFL. A lot of people don't support it anymore. And then it's as simple as that. Yeah. If you don't want to watch it, and because you, you disagree, then don't watch it, man. So let's talk about, uh, you know, uh, Twitter banning Alex Jones. I think that's where we're going next, right? <laughs> that's where we're going. That is the next thing yeah. we were going to talk about, actually, on our sports podcast. The globalist. Folks. Uh, Can no, you do an on. Alex Jones? These guys, these New World these new world Order types, these creeps. Guys, Colin Cap. Uh, I can't really know. <laughs> these New World Order uh, types was a good start. These guys though. are sickos. Yeah, these guys will suck a ding dong through a garden hose. Oh, dude, Alex Jones doing sicko Actual mode. Actual quote. Actual quote. Dude, the guy him is singing unhinged. sicko mode would be kind of funny. That would be tight. <laughs> but that's what we all need is you just listen to sicko mode and calm the man. Fuck you down. just you just unwillingly entered the Bunsen burner. Did just I really fired it up? Yeah, you burned. Well. The, the, Ross Bowen is burning. Can I say one more thing? The reason I'm very upset <laughs> about this is I tweeted a because it very, ruins Twitter. Very middle of the road statement. You were on like, the fence. I was yeah. basically like, "Oh, this is interesting." 
and people were like, "Fuck you, bowling." Whatever they liberal cuck, and I was like, "Whoa, dude! You don't. First of all, you have no idea what my political opinions are. I'm just simply making analysis on the situation, and people were coming at me. And it's by the way, all people from one specific side of that road. And you know who you are, you fuckers. You need to chill. You're giving everybody a bad name. Show me a better way to to attract attention to um, police killing young black men at a rate higher than any other group. <sighs> I don't because know. I don't think there is one. The other thing people keep saying, they're like, "Oh, Kaepernick." Kaepernick said all police are bad, which is a terrible message. I don't know if he said that. I couldn't find that quote. I'm sure he's had bad messaging out there at some point, but like I don't think he's a bright guy. I really don't. I'm sure he said very stupid things at different points. Dude, the only thing I don't like well, there's I don't know. There's a lot of things I don't like in this life, but one thing that always when, whenever somebody's quarterback goes down or they're you know, something mid season, it's like ugh. this happened to the Texans last year. Yes. When Watson went down, it's like Texans aren't even gonna consider Kaepernick, who's perfect for their scheme, and it's usually it's some blogger tell, saying that it's like, okay, yeah, I'm sure you know more than the fucking GM. Like, who's better for their scheme? For weeks, <laughs> weeks, they were like, all right, we're bringing in Brandon Whedon, and people were like, oh, of course, the white guy, Brandon Whedon. You brought in TJ Yates. It's like, dude, no, yeah, of course, maybe yeah, he's, he's familiar with Cap the system. Cap hit a spot where he wasn't very good anymore. But also is like I just so if your QB goes down, you gotta consider you gotta bring in Cap. That's Otherwise, happening. People are gonna hate you. You know team. that's happening again this season, though. Like it's even 100%. in the midst of the lawsuit, people are gonna be like, "What? You're not bringing in Kaepernick God for a forbid, workout?" God forbid it happens in Dallas because our backup situation's a nightmare. Cooper Rush has had a terrible preseason, and people are gonna immediately be like, "Cap fits them perfect." Cap fits them perfectly, and this is the thing. Can't it's fucking up my favorite things in life. It's fucking up Twitter. It's fucking up the NFL and every. Every where I'm gonna have to watch the NFL on mute this Sunday. We're, you realize that we're all gonna have to watch the NFL with the TV on mute because they're gonna talk about this shit. I like nonstop. to listen to it to hear how awkwardly they handle it. They're terrible at it. Why <laughs> I know. can't anybody just? It's because nobody knows what's what, who's right or wrong. Here. Chris Collinsworth will be like, "Let's just play some football." Nobody wants to offend. That's a bad Chris Collinsworth, yeah. and I apologize. Fuck well, everybody involved in this. We it, suck. We all. I suck too. Fuck me. Yeah, your too. Chris Collinsworth or Collinsworth impression needs to include like him talking about glutes, where he's just talking about men's butts. Does that a lot. <laughs> Fucking Kaepernick. Talk about that I mind. cannot believe. I cannot believe he's back. Week one. I can't believe it. Great timing by Nike. Hey, you know what? Let's talk golf. Let's do it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> what a transition. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau wins back to back FedEx Cup events, the Northern Trust and the Dell Technologies, and takes the outright lead in the stand-ins for the FedEx Cup. He's the greatest SMU pony, <clears throat> SMU Mustang, of the last ten years. And who's he, he's who's probably, he sponsored by? He's a Puma guy. He, he's Puma. I wonder what, what Puma thinks about all this. <laughs> uh, he secured a Ryder Cup spot for sure. A one hundred percent. So I just my question for this is: Are you in on this nerd? Why is he a nerd to you? He's a big well, he wears, guy. First of all, he wears the um, the Payne Stewart cap. Yes. Is that nerdy? It's, uh, it's it's unlike anyone else. No Desch one else is doing that. DeChambeau kind of gave me like white guy hip-hop vibes. Is that not the case? That is not the case. Oh, wow. No. You thought he had swag? I thought he had some swag. I was no. thinking about this yesterday. There's the, the most swag on the tour is Rory. Rory has more swag than anybody. Yeah, it's, he's just not an American, which no, hurts. No, it's it sucks. But, um, dude, I've, I'm in on DeChambeau. I've probably been critical of him before. People like to roast him because he's a hyper 
He's an analytical golfer. He's not a field player. He doesn't go out there and just grip it and rip it. He's the dude who's running a science experiment before every shot. He was uh, penalized or told not to bring a protractor out on the fucking course. a fucking protractor on the course. What? He's the guy who has angle. He thinks about all the angles, elevation, barometer, all the shit. Okay, and you're in on this or out on this? I'm in on on this guy. I'm in on it because, A, he's a great player. He's going to win over five majors in his career. B, he was really cool when we went to the players' Yeah, we interviewed him. It was me and Dave. And, people uh, people cool. were, uh, I saw some, I, I don't know. Dylan Dylan was critical about him. I was like, dude, he was actually cool, and he did not get mad when I told him he was looking low-key thick. He, he talked video. about his isometric workouts. He Yeah, he went with it. <laughs> he may not have gotten it, but he still went with it. It made for a good video. It's out there somewhere. Maybe so you, you, you got the impression he was a nice guy. He's a nice I think guy. he's a nice dude. Yeah. I think he's just kind of... And have you ever seen him take a knee during the anthem? Though? No, no, they don't. They need to start doing the anthem before a <laughs> yeah. shotgun starts. Okay. Before everybody tees off. For everybody, they'd run the anthem back. Oh, we're God. not fifty anthems. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. Uh, not an ugly crier. I'm looking at some photos of him crying. He, he, looks, um, he looks all right. He He's dates kind of that, that one girl from uh, Chapman University that you post on TFM Girls a lot. No shit. Yeah, I think her name's like Sophia. Oh, with the cans. The yeah, cans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. No, oh, I've already declared for De- for DeChambeau. I said that because he was dating that girl who looked trashy, that I was in on him. It doesn't really make sense for him. You wouldn't think, because he went to SMU, you'd think he was going to date somebody, like some Highland Park girl. But uh, Right, right. He went the other he way. He went the other way, which I respect. He went for the T-State girl. I fucking love that. Yeah, she's got Texas State girl vibes. And uh, Shout out. Yeah, if you want to see her, check out TFM Girls on Instagram. She's there somewhere many, many times. She's the white girl... With uh, massive fake cans and tattoos. Yeah. Or you could just Google Bryson DeChambeau. And we're probably getting a DeChambeau tiger pairing at the Ryder Cup. I really like his name, by the way. I I like that. Bryson DeChambeau is a tight sports name. It's a good name. Bryson's kind of an affluent white suburb name. DeChambeau. Bryson. So we have a hotline, guys. Yeah, we do. The number is 800 Three nine two six three four four. Once again, that's eight zero zero three nine two six three four four. If you have any uh, problems with what the things we just said, or uh, have any questions for us, feel free to hit the hotline. So, I'm sure, and nobody, I'm sure, nobody I'm has sure any problems. Yeah, call in. Let us know how big a cucks we are. Yeah, beta cucks. Or maybe just call in after game day and tell us uh, how you're feeling about your team. Like noted, sad Texas fan Reese. Yeah, sure. Those are always entertaining. Uh, have any shouts, guys? Nobody call their hotline, and we play those on Thursday. We're gonna play those on Thursday, but we had—I mean, we had two calls today. But we're gonna call. We're gonna answer hotline calls on Thursday. Okay. So we have any shouts? Yeah, hold on. I'm trying to pull up this. Ch- uh, shout out to at Sophia and Stella on Instagram. That's Bryson DeChambeau's girlfriend with with uh, with huge cans and tattoos. Oh my! You're welcome for anybody who was looking <laughs> to crank it right now. I guess. <laughs> Come on, jeez, dude! It's aggressive. Uh, Man, that's that's what, gonna you're gonna end the podcast like that. Okay. All right. Any other shouts? Bunch of pussies. <laughs> Can't even say anything anymore Fucking about cups. jacking it. Huge titties. <laughs> it's fucking Tuesday morning. They shouldn't have given me an extra day to get angrier and come in here and talk on this microphone. Uh, man, is this the worst day after like a three-day weekend? I'm so miserable right now, dude. Like, not Draining. only did I lose a fuck ton of money yesterday, that sucked. I'm gonna get flamed on the internet all day by super hardcore right-wing anti-kneeling during the national anthem psychos. People are gonna come after us on pronunciation. Pe- yeah, and. <laughs> 
I just somebody just needs to take me out. Look, if you're that upset, don't take Ross out though. Don't kill me. He's a big part of our operation here. He's on like a lot of podcasts. He's on like twelve podcasts. I promise you, just because we disagree about this this national anthem shit doesn't mean that we we couldn't get along and like have a sprite together. I want to give a Micah shout out. Micah desperately wants this podcast. I want to give shouts though. Can I give shouts, Micah? Yeah, of course. Give shouts. I want to give shouts to everybody who came in town for the uh, exhibition at Onyx. What a fucking Ooh. shouts to Micah for hanging in there. Seriously, yeah. dude. What, what fucking else, power bombed during uh, yeah. jiu-jitsu. If you didn't see the footage from Micah's exhibition, I'm sure there will be plenty of follow-up content, but you need to watch it. It was On truly one of the coolest things that I have ever been a part of. Uh, it was it was, it was was fucking wild. Dave, that dude, you shouts to Dave for his uh, play-by-play. Yeah, I, I wish we could have heard you. You were stone-cold sober when you did the... <laughs> yeah, I can't... I, I had some coffee. A lot of people I were saying that. clear-minded, and I really dominated. I was using big words. No, I, I couldn't even speak for the first like 20 minutes. But I was... The, you can listen to that podcast. Because uh, oh, yeah, the, on, the Onyx guys were pretty much taking all, care of all the technical things. So if there was any problems with that, blame them. Andrew uh, Craig and Dion, shout out to them as well. Because during like I could talk, I could hang a little bit during Muay Thai. The, the jiu-jitsu thing, I don't know any of it. And when Micah's getting out there, you know, Choked. getting out of chokes, got dudes trying to take his back, they handled it. And they I, they I had, knew the terminology. I just shut the fuck up. I'll just say Micah might have had the cleanest shot in the Muay Thai round. Which one was oh, the Muay Thai round? The uh, the kickboxing. Micah got a, Micah caught a leg kick that I made. I think I made eye contact with him after it landed, and I thought the fight was over. Well, via he, leg was kick. that when he went down the body no, shot? No, no, this isn't the first round. It was it was pretty brutal. We gotta go. Micah's, I, I, Micah's humble. He to be to clear go. about something, that that to step into a ring with a monster like that is uh, is man shit. And yes, props to Micah for doing that. Dude is a fucking monster. I want to see yeah, him fight no. in UFC or something. I want to see him go to Bellator again. And do, uh, I need to see Everybody this. that was sitting next to us was like, especially the women in the audience, were, were like, like, that this man's is be... photoshopped. If he, does an, if he does another fight, a professional fight, like a, a, a real fight, not an exhibition, right. then we all need to go support him and yeah. watch the wild I'm man. We're all big, in on Sean Clements guys. now, dude. That guy was very cool. Yeah, for sure. All right. Thanks for having me on. At DC Ruff on Instagram, at D Carter Ruff on Twitter and Snap. Great we'll stuff. be back Thursday. Till then. Until then, uh, I'm not going to give you any information about where to follow me. Too many of you. Are, <laughs> just leave me alone this week, please. Let All it right. simmer down. Yeah, everybody relax. We'll talk about this later. Thank you. Love you.